This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1166, IELTS Speaking Part 2, Math Model Answers. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today you'll hear band nine model answers from both of us for IELTS speaking part two questions about math. Surprisingly, we have a lot to say on the subject and you'll learn a lot about fluency from today's episode. Hey, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) I am laughing already because... We had some technical difficulties and um we, and Aubrey was frozen for like a minute when we recorded just now and it was really funny. So every anyway, time guys, I freeze on camera or if there's like a snapshot thumbnail, it's always the craziest face, guys. <laughs> Go to YouTube, always, it's always like always just like so terrible. Bad. It's never never appealing. <laughs> That is true around the world, I am sure, Aubrey. We can connect to everybody um, based on bad freezing pictures. So, guys, we are back today to talk about math again because in yesterday's episode, we gave some sample part one answers. And after we finished recording, Aubrey said she actually had a really funny math story. And I was like, what? That exists? So we are going to do a model part two answer today. Yes, this is going to be good. You guys will see how long that is to speak for two minutes. We're going to time each other. You'll hear two band nine part two answers. And this is really the tricky thing. If you're not timing your answer, it's crazy how long two minutes feels when you're trying to tell a story and you're trying to use interesting vocabulary. So be sure that you're timing your part two. It is tough. You know, um, I remember when I first started recording this podcast with Lindsay, and then when we first started started recording together, um, even natives, guys, it's tough. Like the first time that all of us would give sample part two answers, it's like, it's no joke. Like even for natives, it's hard and we're good at talking and it's still hard. I know. I remember one of my first ones, it was something about shopping at Costco. If you guys have been listening to IELTS Energy for a while, you might remember it. If not, go back and listen to past episodes. They're so funny. But I remember feeling like it was forever. I was like, are you sure? Is your timer broken? I know. It feels like way longer than two minutes. (laughs) I know. So guys, that's why listening to our model answers are so, is so beneficial um, because you can hear that we know what we're doing. We have practiced a lot. We can easily show you how to fill the two minutes, guys. So definitely take some notes today and then practice these answers yourself. Um, Of course, I just said it was easy for us to fill two minutes, so we better do a good job today, Aubrey. You've set the bar really high, Jessica. (laughs) All right, guys. So before we get to Aubrey's answer, she's going to do the first one. I will do the second one on two different topics, by the way. Before we get to that, I want to remind you guys to sign up for our Insider IELTS writing program. Guys, this program is only going to be available for a very limited time. 
and you need to have your name on the list so you're the first invited, guys. It is a limited entry program. So sign up, get your name on this list, and we will invite you April 22nd. Um, go to allearsenglish.com slash writingwise. So we email you as soon as it's available. All righty. Um, so Aubrey is going to answer this speaking part two cue card. Describe a time you used math in your daily life. Guys, this could totally be on IELTS. Okay, go ahead. As I'm sure everyone who's ever cooked anything is aware, there's so much math when you're following a recipe. And often you're having to change fractions. And this is no joke. It's not the easiest thing to do. And this happened to me just last night, where the recipe called for maybe a a cup and three quarters of butter, but I was cutting the recipe in half. And I am so happy no one was there to witness my attempt at cutting one and three quarters cups in half because I was trying to think through it and think about how I would divide the fractions and change the numerator and the denominator and realized I had no idea. So then I just took the the butter cubes. And with my knife, I tried to figure out what would be half of that. And I'm glad my kids weren't around. I'm glad my math teachers from high school weren't around to be so embarrassed at how little I remember of what they taught me, because it was a hot mess. And I do think that I was successful in the end, because I was making a crust for a chicken pot pie, and it turned out fantastic. It was absolutely scrumptious. So I think I did it right in the end. But that happens all the time that for math, for recipes, the math is really tricky for me. We use, you know, cups and teaspoons and tablespoons in the United States. And they're always an odd fraction that if I have to double it, I can usually figure that out. But if I have to cut it in half or maybe in thirds, because often recipes will be for a big crowd. And if I'm making something for less people, I have to adjust these fractions. And it's just not the simplest thing to figure out. I feel like my brain gets really muddy and foggy. And then I start feeling really silly because I think this shouldn't be that hard. This shouldn't be that difficult to change a fraction. But for some reason it is. And I have to really fight to not feel Thank you. Dumb. Thank you. <laughs> Did that feel like a long time? Yes, it felt like a long time. <laughs> like, okay, now I have to think and I have to talk about how it makes me feel to be really right. bad about math. <laughs> So guys, that was such a great model answer because this is a really difficult cue card. And Aubrey followed our three key strategies to the T and ended up doing very, very well, of course, because you are three key certified, Aubrey. You know what you're doing. (laughs) So guys, go back and listen to that answer because Aubrey told an amazing story about the question, right? Giving a lot of detail. But you know what? Not all stories can fill two minutes, right? I mean, what else can you say about this recipe, right? Um, So definitely listen to how she filled the rest of the time. Talking about why it's difficult, how it's difficult in general for her, and how she felt about that. So those are all great ways to fill the rest of that time. Um, When you listen to that answer, guys, I want you to notice the math-specific vocabulary because talking about numbers, this is really hard. This is some very specific vocab. I mean, half, you guys know half, right? 
three quarters, one third, thirds, you mentioned, numerator, denominator. These are all very specific math terms, guys. Um, but also some slang was thrown in there to show variety. Um, two of my favorite slang terms that I use a lot. I actually said this before you gave your answer, the no joke thing. This is such a great phrase to be like, it's, it, this is really hard. Like, I'm not kidding. It's no joke. <laughs> I say that <laughs> all the time. A lot? Oh, yes, all the time. This is no joke. And you're just saying, this is difficult. <laughs> this is hard to figure out. Totally. And I feel like we also use it instead of um, like for real or mm. if I'm being funny for reals. But we also say like no joke, guys. Um, also, to be a hot mess. I, I use this a lot because I feel like I am often a hot mess. What's a hot mess? When do we use that? Yeah, just when everything's going wrong, right? Or for example, this is a good example where my math skills in general are a hot mess because they're not great, right? So it's just a really native, interesting way to describe something that's really terrible. <laughs> um, oh, God, I love that term so much. All right, Aubrey, before we finish up today, I am going to do a sample answer. Um, yes. I don't even know my topic. What is my topic? Your topic is describe a person you know who is good at math. Oh, okay. I can do this. I can do this. All right. Hang on. Let me get my timer. Got to make sure it's an accurate <laughs> two minutes. Okay. You may begin speaking now, please. So crazy enough, but I'm going to talk about my son because I am a very proud mama and I want to brag about my son, James, at every opportunity. No joke, he is better at math than I am. He it just is so good at math. I am constantly impressed by his ability to quickly add numbers in his head, do fractions in his head. Just he can do all of this stuff, which of course, that is a huge benefit. And I'm very proud of him for having such an amazing math brain. The difficulty lies in the lack of challenge provided him in school because then he ends up getting bored because he does not feel challenged. So um, in Oregon, all of the kids in public school have to take what's called a MAP test. These are standardized tests given to every child in Oregon public schools. And then they're told um, like where they placed, you know, are they at a sixth grade level, a seventh grade level, etc. So my son's in fifth grade, but he tested at a high school level for math which means that all of this stuff they're doing in his fifth grade class is completely boring to him. And, and I completely understand why he does this. He doesn't want to go through all of the steps when he's solving a problem because he can do it in his head. And that upsets the teacher sometimes because he's not fulfilling the requirements of the assignments because he's skipping things because he can't. He can just like boop, 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 like this little, this little boy calculator. And then it's like da-da-da and it's the right answer. But he, he didn't work out the problem. Um, so that's a challenge sometimes. And there was a time in the first term, in the first half of the year, where his teacher was allowing him to do something called Dreambox, which is like a, a math website. And so he could go Thank ahead. Thank you. Did that feel like okay. forever? <laughs> it did kind of feel long. 
I was like, how long can I talk about James and math? This you did a, a great challenge. job. They're like, now we'll talk about Dreambox. It didn't feel, it never felt like you were like, mm, what else could I say, right? That's really the key. <laughs> if you kind of feel like you're done with your story, go somewhere else, a little bit of a tangent, right? Share more details, totally. anything related. Now, I want to focus on your linking phrases. Guys, go back and listen to Jessica's answer after I point some of these out because you likely didn't even notice them because she did such a good job linking ideas in a very natural way, starting with crazily enough. And then, of course, the difficulty lies in, think about how she started a lot of her thoughts with an interesting phrase linking it from what she was saying just before, right? In Oregon, and then you're talking about the competition, which means that, right, instead of just simple sentences that are disjointed, she has these linking phrases to pull everything together and make it flow really naturally. And then to start this toward the end to say, there was a time that da da da, right? Instead of just Jumping right in and starting, you have this link, these few linking words or phrases that ties everything together. And you have to do that. You need a variety of linking phrases for seven or higher on your fluency and coherence score. So listen to that answer again to see how Jessica did that in such a high level way. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I feel very capable and competent right now because we're talking about language and not math. So guys, um, <laughs> um, if you want to improve your IELTS writing score, we guarantee that our new program will increase your IELTS writing score, guys. It is guaranteed. Um, sign up, allersenglish.com slash writingwise, and you will be the first to know very soon, guys, April 22nd, you will be the first invited into this limited program. So sign up allearsenglish.com slash writing wise. All right, Rad. Aubrey, thanks. Uh, thanks for chatting today. This was fun. Yes, you too. I'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.